all the Zoom conferences I had in the past couple of months, I had a most unusual one last night with my colleagues from Camp Aaron. Camp Aaron, if you don't know, is a national camp movement. And my local camp is a two-day summer camp in northern Pennsylvania. It's an unusual camp because it exists only to give grieving children 7 to 17 years old a place to process their grief and have, at the same time, a joyous summer camp experience. I had the honor of working there last year as a bunk buddy, kind of like a camp counselor, but a little more than that at the same time. That first summer was a remarkable experience for me and for the kids. I guess I did a pretty good job since I was asked to come back this year, and I was really looking forward to it. It's an amazing opportunity to serve in a way that is very special and powerful. To embrace grief in children and help them journey through it is, to me, a great honor. But in the midst of this god-awful pandemic, camp was canceled as I suppose it has been across the country. So many visions and ideas for staff and faculty, but especially for the campers of all kinds, are just not going to happen. This is true no matter where the camp is or what the kind of camp it is. There is a loss of what could have been, and the grief and the anger is real. The clinical director of Camp Aaron and the camp director had the insight that it was not just the children and their families who felt the disappointment and grief and anger. Still, to continue the ongoing service of love to those uh, families, they reached out and offered their support and encouragement and mental health tips. No, the important insight of the clinical director and the camp director is that the staff and the faculty were also grieving each of us in our own way. And so last night for about an hour, those of us who could gathered around the Zoom bonfire and were given the update on camp, the vision for the next year, and we were given a chance to share and tell our COVID confessions the craziest thing we bought during this pandemic, and our greatest sadnesses. We heard mental health suggestions from our insightful and brilliant clinical director who said, among other things, that for optimum mental health, limit your TV watching to half an hour a day and to get the highlights from the news and then turn the damn box off. It was refreshing and unexpected to share a laugh and share the sadness of things lost and opportunities that we will have again next year. And at the same time, it was also uplifting and inspiring as we look to the future when we would be together. I think for me, it was a way to reconnect with my future, and it was a refreshing moment of inspiration. We all need someone to help us understand our feelings from time to time, even if we ourselves can't really articulate them, or are so busy attending to everyone else's source that we are not paying attention to our own. We may be so utterly overwhelmed with the troubles of others, or so immersed in our own world of work and new responsibilities and priorities, that we forget our own mental health and our own spiritual needs. It's not uncommon, but it can be unhealthy. 
having that non-judgmental friend whose honesty is real and whose care is authentic is as important to help us get through this pandemic as anything else. And there is good Jewish precedent for finding such a person. David has his Nathan, even though Nathan was a bit too honest. But the best example of this, in my opinion, is Moses and Jethro. When it was obvious that Moses was stretching himself too thin, Jethro knew it was time for an intervention. And he underscored his concern by saying, quote, make it easier for yourself by letting them share the burden with you, unquote. The original Hebrew is poetic in its simplicity. V'hakel me'alecha v'nasu itach. Let others share your burden. Yep, even Moses needed a mental health moment. This pandemic is asking each of us to find resources we never knew we would have to look for. And the only real resource we have to explore those wells of strength, creativity, and perseverance come from our own minds and hearts. But like any large moment, there sometimes comes a need when we can use help or just a small slice of time to tell someone what we are feeling in those hearts and minds. There's no shame in sharing. There's no shame in feeling overwhelmed. And there is also no shame in failing. But we don't want to fail ourselves or our family, and we want to be able to get out of this alive, well, and healthy, but also with the acquired wisdom that comes from an often terrible experience. And more often than not, we need others to give us their knowledge and their wisdom and to help us get out and pull us up. You may know the name Viktor Frankl. He was a Holocaust survivor and a neurologist. And he survived the concentration camps of Theresienstadt and Auschwitz, Kaffering and Torkheim. And when he emerged from those pits of hell that people from time to time impose on one another, he wondered how and why some people survived while others didn't. And what he believed he found gave rise to the foundation of logotherapy, which is the theory that a person's primary motivation to do anything is an expression to find meaning in life. In other words, those who find meaning tend to emerge relatively intact, and the wells they dug to deal with a situation they can't change is to change themselves with creativity and vision for the future. What we are going through is no Holocaust, but the concept of finding a vision for the future still applies. Your vision, my vision, is one of the strongest things keeping us balanced and relatively sane during the lockdown. Our rational minds are keeping us focused on what needs to be done work-wise or school-wise, but our imaginative minds need to be part of the conversation just as much. It is our imagination that pictures a future out of our homes and back together with those we love. But unlike our rational minds that only need education that we can get from books, our imaginative mind needs inspiration, which we can only get from people who take some of our burden. And so don't be afraid to share your burden. Don't be afraid to share your insecurities during this strange and bizarre time. Don't forget to share your humor. And don't forget 
to share your hope. All of this will strengthen your imaginative mind, and your imaginative mind is the mind we will need to build after this pandemic is in the history books. Thank you.